Hi everyone, thank you for joining in again for our Lev Tov podcast, second installment. And the truth is that for this time, I was planning to talk about the reason why I wanted to name this the Lev Tov podcast, what a Lev Tov is, um, and how, how much of our lives and our avoda it encompasses. But I think with your permission, I'm going to save that for the next time. Uh, because yesterday was the 15th of Av, was Tuba Av, and there are some very, very important lessons for Tuba Av, from Tuba Av, for us in this Avoda, in this, uh, in this serious work on l- learning to look at things positively, especially as it relates to looking at ourselves positively. Some of this I shared last night uh, at our kumzits, but not all of it. So even if you were there, you can keep listening. That we know, Tubav is 15th of Av. We know the Mishnah says, It was one of, there were two good days, two of the best days for the Jewish people were Yom Kippur and Tubav. And of course, it's hard to figure out exactly why Tubav is such a good day. And the Gemara gives us many different reasons. And the one that's probably the most famous and also, I suppose, the classic reason is that it was Yom Shekalu Bomesei Midbar, the day when the generation of the desert stopped dying. Every year on Tishabav, the anniversary of the sin of the Miraglum, the anniversary when we cried all night, not wanting to do what Hashem wanted us to do, rejecting Eretz Yisrael. Every year on Tishabav in the desert, some of that generation would die because they would not be allowed to enter Eretz Yisrael. On the last Tishabav, of the uh, of the Jews sojourn in the desert in the 40th year of being in the desert, it's not clear exactly what happened, but it seems like it seems like some of the people did not die, and they thought it was a mistake. They couldn't figure out why, and they waited a few more nights to see if perhaps they had calculated the calendar wrong. And when the full moon was finally seen on the 15th of the month, on the 15th of Av, they realized that, that nobody else was going to be dying from that generation, and everybody who was there was going to be Zohar, was going to merit to enter Eretz Yisrael. The Rambam, in his Perish HaMishnah, the Rambam in his commentary on this last mission of Tainus, he offers a sort of an explanation about why this was so important, because of course, the obvious question on this understanding of Tuba of is, you know, great maybe if some of the people were spared, that's some cause for celebration, but certainly the, the fact that nobody else was going to die doesn't seem like a very good day. Certainly not one of the top two good days for the Jewish people. And uh, the Ramam writes as follows. That last year in the Midbar, Midbar, this decree left the Jewish people. They waited until halfway through the month. Then they felt confident in themselves. And they believed in themselves. And they felt Hashem's uh, favor towards them. And they felt that Hashem had turned His anger away from them. He no longer was angry with them as He had been for those years in the desert. And therefore they made it into a day of celebration for the future. What does that mean? 
excuse me, batchu benafsham vehaminu ba'atzmam. They had confidence, they had faith in themselves. The Ramam sounds like he's describing, you know, a day of self-confidence, a day when we, we learn to believe in ourselves again. What, what exactly is the significance of this? And why does this become such an important day on the Jewish calendar? So a lot of what I'm saying is taken from the Torah of Ramosha Shapir, Zuchon Levracha. And maybe to start, there's a, there's an amazing comment of Rabbeinu Yonah, which I, I wrote about before Shavuos, you may have read. Rabbeinu Yonah writes about the Gemara, which talks in, in really superlative terms about something called being somich ge'ulu letfilah. You know that part of the structure of our davening is that before you stand to say Shemona Esrei, we precede that, and Shachris and Maria, we precede that with a, with a bracha, with a discussion about the Geula from Mitzrayim. And the Gemara says all sorts of incredible things about how important this is and how much schar, how much reward somebody who, who is consistent about this mitzvah receives. And the obvious question is, it seems not to be such a big deal. It seems not to be such a, so certainly not a hard thing to do. And, and in any case, what is the concept? What, why do we proceed our davening, asking things for, of Hashem? By talking about the Geula from Mitzrayim, there are many ways to praise Hashem, if that's the idea. Why specifically the redemption from Egypt and the future redemption? Why is that the theme with which we enter Shemona Esrei? And Ibn Yonah, in his commentary on Masachas Brachos, it's on... Beis Amud Beis in the in the pages of the Rif, in the Tamid Rabbeinu Yona says, because the if we had to sum up, he says, if we had to sum up the lesson that we take from the experience of the Geula of the redemption from Mitzrayim, it would be one thing. I will quote him: Miyaru Mara Shabotech Hashem. We show. I'm sorry. That's all I meant to quote. Uh, when the Jewish people experienced in our leaving of Mitzrayim the miracles and the wonders that Hashem did for us, completely against the nature of the world, we had faith in HaKadosh Baruch we had faith in Hashem. And therefore, when you stand to Davin Shmona Esrei, and you are going to start asking Hashem for things, and and really, as I hope we'll discuss over time, we're not we're not asking Hashem for things as much as we are expressing our sense of amuna about where all the things that we need truly come from. We're acknowledging Hashem as the source of all that is good and all that is in our life. Avinu Yona says, you know what you have to feel before you ask for those things, before you acknowledge Hashem as the source of everything in the world. First, you have to show that you really have faith in Hashem, that He takes care of you, that He cares about you, that He cares about what you're about to ask Him for. You have to have bitachon, not, not just bitachon in the sense that you believe Hashem will help you. Bitachon in the sense that He's paying attention, that you're important to Him, that we, you are important as individual, that the Jewish people are important. You know where we learn that lesson forever? Was the Geulah of Mitzrayim, was the redemption from Egypt. Because when Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, like Rabbi Yonah says, against all natural laws, against all odds, if you will, he completely shattered the way that he usually runs the world just to take care of us and make us free. That showed us that Hashem cares. Hashem saw our suffering. Hashem sees our suffering. We have 
confidence. We have but a better word. We have bitachon. We have that faith in Hashem that He cares and He looks after us. And therefore, it completely transforms the way you daven. If you just get up to ask Hashem for things, so you ask Hashem for things. If first you remind yourself about how much Hashem really cares, then you can daven like you're supposed to daven. And that's why the Gemara, that's why Chazal plays such incredible importance on this idea, this concept of somech ge'ul of combining or preceding your davening with remembering how much Hashem cares by remembering the redemption from Mitzrayim. And if we could draw this back to, to what the Ramam says about Tuba of, if the redemption from Mitzrayim, if the ge'ula from Mitzrayim taught us how much Hashem cares about us, how much Hashem looks after us, then the next 38 years were a tremendous challenge to that same sense of believing that Hashem cares. Because like our Tisha B'av is for us, those years we were in the Midbar, when everything had been going so well, and in fact Chazal described Hashem's treatment of us, if you will, in the Midbar is exactly that. We were nizofim. We were like people who are in cherem, like people who are not allowed to enter into the community. Hashem essentially said to us, I don't want to see you, at least not like I once did. Or that's how it felt to us, certainly. But on that last tuba of, on that last, that last 15th of Av in the desert, when Hashem gave us that little glimmer of hope, we realize now, Hashem didn't reject us. Hashem is never in a place where He doesn't care about us. Look what happened. Look, even, even at the end of this Gezeira, which has been so difficult, which seemed so irreversible, Hashem showed us a ray of light to show us how much Hashem cares. We believe in ourselves, not just in a sense that we believe you can do it, like the way we use the term self-confidence today. We believe that Hashem cared about us. And if Hashem cares about us, if Hashem wants to see us succeed, if Hashem wants to show us glimmers of hope to show us how great we can be, then we certainly can believe in ourselves and believe that we can be great and believe that Hashem responds to our tefillos, that Hashem responds to what we ask and sees us through all our difficulties. It allows us to see HaKadosh Baruch Hu and ourselves with the Lev Tov. It allows us to see whatever else is happening, but fundamentally, fundamentally, Hashem cares about us. Fundamentally, we, therefore, need to care about ourselves. We need to approach Hashem not like you know, a servant who's begging for something, but like a child who knows how much his father loves him. He only has to tap into that source of love because at the, at the core of it all is the love and the care that Hashem has for all of us. And just, I'm sorry if I didn't make this clear, but we see how these things go together. You see how our confidence in ourselves and Hashem's confidence in us are completely intertwined. When we know that Hashem believes in us, we can believe in ourselves. When we believe in ourselves, we believe that we are important. We look at ourselves with an eye in tova, with a good and favorable eye. Then we can turn to Hashem and know we can daven with confidence. We can ask with confidence because we know that Hashem cares about us too. Rabbi Shapira used to always say uh, such an important idea about what we say in davening. In the geula that precedes our tefillah, in the bracha in Mariv, where we speak about the redemption from Mitzrayim. We say, 
this is amuna. This is this is a, a matter of faith to us. It's been proven that Hashem is our God. There is none but Him, and we are Hashem's. The, we are Yisrael, Hashem's people. And Rav Moshe Shapiro used to say, you know, when we read that sentence, we put the comma a little bit too early. We say, you know, in our minds anyway, we read that and we say, yeah, we believe that Hashem is our God and there's none like Him. And by the way, it also happens to be that we are Hashem, we are Klal Yisrael, Hashem's people. Ramesha said, that's not the way you read it. The Amuna, the matter of faith, first of all, is two things. The first element of faith is, Ki hu Hashem that Hashem is our God and there's none like Him. And the second thing that we are expressing our faith in is, we are Hashem's people. And not just are we expressing our faith, Rav Moshe would say this so strongly. We're not only expressing our faith that there is a, a body called the Jewish people that Hashem chose. We're expressing our faith that we, you and me, this generation, we are, that's that Klal Yisrael. We are that Jewish people that all the Torah is speaking to and all the promises of Geula and all the promises of redemption and good things and Hashem's love for us and His Racham and His mercy on us. Everything we say about the way Hashem loves the Jewish people, we're not talking about the Jewish people who lived then, who left Mitzrayim, who had the base of Mikdash. We, Anachno Yisrael Amo, we're the ones. We're the ones that Hashem expresses all this love for. We're the ones that Hashem expresses all these promises of Geula that we say in, the, in that bracha, all the promises of redemption to come, all the promises of Shomer Amo Yisrael Adabar Hashem looks, looks after us and watches over us. It's us. Because we have to believe in ourselves. We have to believe that we are the ones that Hashem cares about. To know that Hashem looks after us. We're the Jewish people that Hashem is so committed to. So has his covenant with, but it's not just the old, the olden days Jewish people. Anachno Yisrael Amo, we today, our generation, we're that Bnei Yisrael. Hashem believes in us, and we have to believe in ourselves. It's a tuba of lesson, and it's a it's a lesson for a lev tov, to see how with what love Hashem looks after us, and to realize that is that has to be our starting point as well. You want to dive into Hashem, you want to ask for things, you want to express all the things that you don't have. But first you have to realize, Hashem cares about us, we have to care about ourselves. We have to believe that Hashem believes in us. From there, everything good can come. We should be zochah, to feel it, to live it, to have that leiv tov, to be batchu b'nafsham v'aminu ba'atzman to have confidence and faith in ourselves and Hashem's love for us.